Hey there, literary fans, and welcome to episode 118 of Jeff Reads His Book. I'm your host, Jeff, and today we're reading chapter 24 of Powerless, a book I wrote in a month. So if you want to get in contact with me, head on over to jeffreadsbook.com. There's three ways you can reach me right there. We're going to talk about them at the end. But for now, the important thing is while you're there, you buy a copy of one of these terrible books I wrote. That's right. You can get paper or ebook format. And they're um, um, prequels? No, one's a sequel, one's a prequel to what we're reading today. And they're bad. Just as bad as this. But get them, because... I don't know, it's the only ad I have on this podcast, I guess, right? Huh? How many podcasts do you listen to where there's ads? They're really getting bad, too. Like, I don't know, Ford Explorer and freaking AT&T phone plans are coming up on ads now. It's Oh, I miss the old days. <laughs> so, my just telling you to buy a terrible book for $11... That's way better, right? Not that anybody listens to this, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Who cares? There was, um, I was listening to a podcast and they were making fun of how, what, everybody has a podcast? I guess everybody makes fun of that, but everybody does seem to have a podcast. Mine's one of the, what, I don't think saying it's one of the few, that's disingenuous, but uh, it is what I would consider old school in that it's just me babbling into a microphone with no planning whatsoever. So I think that like harkens back to a simpler time when Dune Reads Goosebumps was available. Dune, where are you at? I want your podcast back. But yeah, that's what this podcast is. There's no fucking ad. So buy a goddamn book because I have never made a profit on this podcast. Still paying off the microphone, folks. Oh, boy. What's going on out there, though? I got no feedback. Uh, I've been real unreliable about making this. So my goal today is to record this whole episode, edit the fucking thing, listen to it, and then ship it all in one day. I feel like I used to do this back at the beginning, but I really got to get back on that. I Well, I mean, I got to get back on that for like the six remaining episodes. <laughs> Uh, I know it's what, uh, today is the Wednesday, the 27th of October, and uh, surprise, surprise, I do not believe I'm writing a book in November still. Uh, I, uh, I can't bring myself to. It's just, it's too much work, especially for this November. Uh, the payoff is pretty bad at this point, because I've done it how many times? I mean, is there really a need to keep doing this? Maybe not, maybe not, I don't know. What do you guys think? Right into the show, jeffreadsbook.com. But I really don't feel like anybody's like uh, asking for more of this nonsense. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I, it's not that I don't feel like it. It's literally nobody's asking for more of this nonsense. <laughs> so anyway, um, what are we doing today? Why don't we talk about what we're reading, huh? There's no need to babble here, right? Do I need to, like, make another podcast after this one's done? I feel like I should. I like doing podcasts. They're simple. They're simple. I mean, I've thought about, like, maybe Twitch streaming would be better, but I don't think it is, so. <laughs> okay. Today we are reading Chapter 24, as I said at the beginning. Um, 
So if you'll recall, they found like a magically hidden house, magically hidden house, right? It was in the middle of like this desolation where people were blowing up houses, but they're all gone now. And But this one was hidden and Margot found it and it looked funny because she's really good at urban planning apparently. But uh, they go inside. There's some people there. Very exciting. So that is what we are talking about today. The only note I have is that there's some fighting, but probably not the kind you're excited about in a fantasy novel. (laughs) I believe it is going to be entirely relationship-style fighting, right? Just like you can have. If, um, let me think. What's a good fight? Hmm. I haven't had a good one lately. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Um, so anyway, you know what it's like when you fight with your significant other. If you don't, write into the show, com and tell me how you have a perfect relationship and or are single. <laughs> okay, but uh, that's all that's going to happen in this chapter. I really don't see any reason to delay, so why don't we just go ahead and dive in to chapter 24. So for today's episode, I have quite the little unique drink, something that hasn't been on the podcast yet, as far as I know. This is my second time trying. All right, let me just start with this. What I am sipping is some ancient age Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. That's right, some bottom shelf stuff, though I will say it's pretty good. And uh, it has been re-aged. That's right, folks. Uh, My sister and brother-in-law and their whole family, yeah. They bought me a little personalized mini keg, like made out or mini barrel made out of oak, you know, charred oak. It's really snazzy looking. It's got some engravings on the front saying it's the Armstrong's distillery. It's cute. It's very cute. But it's also uh, functional. So you can pour all this fucking whiskey inside and then you just let it sit there for a few weeks. So I've been using a two-week wait. I think that's fine. So I don't need it to, I mean, this is already bourbon. So I'm just doing it to like maybe impart a little extra flavor into the whiskey. And aside from that, it is in my basement. So it's not like it's getting temperature changes that are like forcing the whiskey in and out of the oak. So you're going to get like, you know, at best some mild flavoring at it. And I will say it is good. Mm. So it is some bottom shelf ancient age. But uh, a while ago, ancient age was... um, It was suggested to me by a liquor store guy saying like, listen, if you're going to do like mixed drinks or something, ancient age based on its price, pretty fucking good for like that kind of use. So I said, if I'm going to pour it into a barrel where it's going to evaporate, I mean, I don't want to be putting bullet in there. So let's get some ancient age and see how that does. And I have done this with the Evan Williams before. Ancient age though is somehow cheaper, but tastes really good coming out. I mean, mm. I think it like mellowed out in the barrel somehow. It's very good. It's nice. I'm enjoying it immensely. So you guys should try it too. Ancient Age. Look it up. Okay. Why don't we start reading? And I'm not even sure I set up the book file yet. Let's see. Let's see here. Chapter 24. Is that what we're reading? I think so. Margot let Henry enter the house first. He was more likely to be able to react if it was a trap, after all. After he entered, though, nothing happened. She followed, stepping in carefully. 
The house inside was an unremarkable cottage similar to Henry's house. Wow, freaking... Okay, let me go back. All right. The house inside was an unremarkable cottage similar to Henry's house, which is a major burn on Henry. Only somehow worse. Instead of his single pleasant bed... Pleasant bed? (laughs) Wow, they must have some wild times in there. Instead of his single pleasant bed, this house had two small beds. Against the wall near the beds was a pile of blankets, clearly a place for a third to sleep. Can you imagine how bad this place smells? (laughs) And she did indeed count three young men standing close together but far from the front door. This sounds like it could be the start of like a porno. Margot could almost feel high annoyance at being a... Oh, his... All right. Jesus Christ. And she did indeed count three young men standing close together but far back in the front door. From the front door. Henry, though, not large by any physical measure, seemed to loom large in the room. He was probably flexing, am I right? Margot could almost feel high annoyance, I'm thinking it's his annoyance, at being attacked, though it did nothing to him. She hurried to his side and put her hand on his tensed shoulder. Which one of you did this spell to hide the house? Margot asked. The one on the far left raised his hand. That was me, my lady, he said. Illusionist, Margot asked, and he nodded. Very impressive, very strong spell. How has it stayed up so long? We had a stamina crystal, he said like he's from some crappy RPG. Am I right? Mm. Margot's eyes widened. Who plays RPGs? Honestly, right into the show, jeffreadsbook.com. And I only ask because I recently, yes, that's right, recently purchased an RPG for my Atari Lynx. And I'm having a hard time with it because I don't know how to play RPGs. But I'm doing okay. But, uh, you know, giving my characters the right equipment seems... uh, I've been doing fine. Whatever. Whatever. I haven't been playing it enough. All right. Why don't we get back to this? Margot's eyes widened at this news. Henry seemed to notice, saying, What's a stamina crystal? Um... Oh, Henry seemed to notice, saying, What's a stamina crystal? It's a rare crystal that you can imbue with a spell that will cause it to last much, much longer than usual. You can buy it at stores run by hippies. For magic like this, though, it must be a big one, Margot said, surprised and spelled wrong. She probably goes to those hippie stores and like, I can't afford this giant quartz, this pink quartz thing that you claim will make my spells last longer. Do they have those if you go to, like, a Wiccan store? Because I know that's a thing. I've seen those around my house, which is odd. Hmm. Uh, oh, it is, he said excitedly. We can show it to you if you want. Are you really from Sandhill? Another asked. When she nodded, he continued. I heard you were able to defend an attack by the magistrates. Well, I don't know if it was as big or well-coordinated as this one, Henry said. I'm guessing they learned their lesson with us. So who are you, Margot asked, needing to know what to call them. Oh, I need to know! 
I'm billing, said the one on the left said, and these two are Azan and Horatio. What do you think of those names, peeps? Azan, A-Z-A-N. It's not bad. (laughs) Mm. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is another instance of me attempting to inject some vague diversity into the book, maybe? I don't know. The Azan kind of makes me think... um, of Middle Eastern descent, even though we're in the world of magic. So, you know, they could all look the same. Who knows? Um, and then Horatio. I guess Horatio's may I don't know. What ethnicity is that? The O at the end makes me think like some sort of like Hispanic or maybe Italian. But I don't know that that's true. Hmm. Right into the show, jeffreadsbook.com, especially if your name's Horatio. Okay. Um, he pointed to each man in turn to his left. Billings, I need you to tell us everything that happened here, Margot said. Isn't Billings like a town in Montana where trains go through? I don't know. I'm gonna have a drink because it's a drinking break! Woo! Mm. Good shit out of this freaking cask. Mm. Yeah, that's nice. No floaters either, which is good. Their story wasn't particular helpful, in Henry's opinion, because he doesn't know adjectives. The events seemed very similar to the attack he had faced. The mages, mages entered the settlement at night, though this time there were drastically more of them. Also, they surrounded the perimeter with soldiers, which had drastically reduced the avenues of escape when some tried to flee. Billings explained that he had, quote, borrowed the stamina crystal. Stamina crystal, just FYI, is capitalized. <laughs> to practice with it since it wasn't being actively used. Nobody had noticed. He had tried the powerful spell needed to make their house disappear before on multiple occasions. But he could only ever maintain it for a few minutes, usually as a joke. Ha <laughs> ha! He and Horatio had been asleep when their friend Azan had busted into their house to wake them and warn them of the attack that was actively occurring. Billings had quickly... Can you imagine being an adult and having to live with another man? I mean, I guess unless that's your thing. Although, quite frankly, I don't know how Lara lives with another man. I mean, which is me, but that seems bad, too. Seems like a bad deal all around. (laughs) Um, how about living with a man you're not, um, what do you want to say here? Romantically involved with? Yeah, that seems, uh, I'm too old for that now, right? That's why I don't even invite people to my house. I don't, yeah. All right. That's not why I don't invite people to my house. But it is a little bit, I guess, huh? Yeah. All right. I think it's just introversion. Whatever. Uh... I don't know where I am, he and Horatio. Okay, busted into the... Billings had quickly cast and transferred the disappearing spell to the stamina crystal. I feel like I have to really enhance stamina crystal when I say it. And they remained hidden, watching in horror as everyone was rounded up. Probably on by men on horseback with lassoes, like you're an immigrant trying to get into the U.S. Hmm. Anyway, just adding some politics, right? (laughs) 
Beyond that, they didn't... Is that politics? It seems more like a human rights thing, and it's kind of shitty, and I probably shouldn't joke about it. My bad. Beyond that, they didn't know anything else that had occurred. So what are you planning now? Henry asked them, walking over to a kitchen chair and pulling it out. He sat down and slouched. That's not good for your back. We were planning on waiting them out, Billings said. Henry nodded, asking, and how much food do you have? All three were silent, and Margot watched Henry roll his eyes in frustration, because he must be quite the survivalist. You should all know that the magistrates are looking for you everywhere. The whole settlement is ringed in soldiers. I mean, that seems like an exaggeration. They kind of got there, didn't they, without having to, like, put up... Whatever. There are roadblocks and search parties, and I think they may have passed the point of mere capture, Margot explained. Why are they so interested in you three, Henry asked. When all three shrugged, Henry asked in disbelief. Nothing exceptional? Nothing at all? Margot watched as Horatian shuffle his feet. Watched. Okay, Margot watched Horatian. Or would I say Horatian? Horatian? Shuffle his feet nervously as he looked down. Horatio, she pressed. What exactly do you have to hide? Just tell her. What choice do we have? Billings said. My father is one of the magistrates, he said quietly. My father is one of the magistrates, he said quietly. Then, almost as if alarmed, he added, My estranged father, we don't speak. Okay, that's fine, Margot said calmly. Okay, that's fine, Margot said calmly. But maybe it's time that you three leave, don't you think? You'll be trapped here for days at the very least otherwise. How do we know we can trust you? Azan asked. Like Billings said, what choice do you have? Henry said with his hands up. Okay, that's weird with the hands up. Mm-hmm, that's pretty stupid. I'm going to just have a sip of freaking booze here because it's a drinking break. Yay! All right. I feel like I'm doing good reading. What do you guys think? Right into the show, jeffreadsbook.com. Stepping outside the house, Margot hit Henry on the arm because she's an abusive relationship specialist. Okay, that would have been a good joke, but I really fucked it up. You don't have to be such an ass, she scolded him. I'm sorry if I was annoyed that one of them attacked me, he said to her. Saying it out loud, though, did remind him that he actually didn't know any of the skill sets of these three. I got a text message. Turning back to the young mages, he said, I'm guessing that none of you are warrior mages. Am I right? He was thinking of the extremely weak attack they had attempted against him just outside the house, and he flexed again, right? Mm Mm-hmm. When they shook their heads in agreement, he continued, Okay, Billings is an illusionist like Margot, correct? The young man nodded. What about you two? Henry asked, pointing between the other two. Between them? Why don't you point at them? Hmm. We're both healers. Well, it's impolite to point. That's why. Okay. We're both healers, said Azan. Henry sighed. (sighs) Billings could help some, though his skills would almost certainly pale in comparison to Margot's. 
having two healers in their party was not ideal if they were on the run. We should get going, Margot said, snapping Henry out of his thoughts. Fake drinking break occurred. Yay! <laughs> mm-hmm. This comes out of the barrel really good. I'm going to get some more ancient age. You know, it's like, what do I want to say? Well, I probably shouldn't get any because I think I drink too much. All right. What are you, where are you taking us, Billings asked. Hopefully Montana, where his name is from. We're not taking you, Henry said before Margot explained. We are traveling together to Sandhill. If you'd prefer to stay here, that's also fine. No, it isn't, Margot snapped. No, it isn't, Margot snapped. How was that? Was that good? I feel like I might have uh, been louder. Sorry. No, it isn't, Margot snapped. So we're forcing them to come to Sandhill now, Henry asked, becoming annoyed with her quickly. Margot hesitated as the young mages looked at her. No, we are suggesting that you come with us rather than stay here and starve or get captured, she said, finishing with a scowl at Henry. The live studio audience can see my scowl. I'm kind of acting it out because I'm, you know, I'm something of a thespian, if you will. I'm just kidding. I'm not. Um, I didn't participate like in high school. I was never in, like, drama club or anything like that. The lovely Lara was, but that's because she's, like, musical and talented and that kind of shit. I wasn't because I was too afraid. Well, I think it's twofold. First of all, I didn't want to be and still don't. And That's not one thing I look back on and regret, not being in drama club. I didn't want to do that. So there we go. <laughs> wasn't for me. Um, also, I can't sing. Or memorize lines, probably. I might be able to memorize lines. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I didn't want to, still don't want to. Yeah, there we go. I feel like, um, what do I want to say? Like, I would like to do, like, I think, like, oh boy, I'm going to sound like a piece of shit here. But, like, doing, like, stand-up comedy or that kind of, like, stage work sounds fun. Not improv. Improv sucks. Except on whose line is it anyway, but you gotta think that's probably the best improv there is, and most of it sucks ass. Uh, but I would say, like, stand-up would be fun to do, but that's beside the point, because I don't think I could. I mean, I'm not funny. Nobody's listening to this for the for the lols, if you will. Okay, let's let's get back into this. Now, I feel like I'm embarrassing myself. Jesus Christ. So I am not a thespian. That's what we've learned on this episode so far. We have like three lines to finish this chapter. Jesus. Okay. Uh, Margot, no. Uh, scowl. Okay. So she scowled at Henry, the fucking live studio audience in the basement. They saw me scowl. You guys get it, right? Okay. I'm getting tired of this goddamn chapter. Um, How are we getting to Sand Hill? That's right. Sand Hill. Henry asked. We can't go back the way we came. Why? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> we'll need to take a more southerly route, she suggested, which should make uh, one-time guest host Glenn happy, because I think he really enjoys when I have directions. <laughs> Fine, Henry said. Looking at the younger mages, he said, let's go, and stepped outside the magical wall. And that ends chapter 24. Well, to end that chapter, I actually had to look at my notes to see what the fuck chapter we were reading there. 
I totally could not remember. So do you see what I mean? Margot and Henry, they had a little bit of a... Uh, would you even call that a spat? I think I oversold the fighting. I guess she hit him. That counts. <laughs> I mean, that's not cool, all right? Um, I... I should actually correct that. I was going to say, like, when I picture Henry and Margot going at it, and, like, Margot has hit Henry multiple times, but I picture it more as her, like, smacking him in the shoulder and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But that said, in Bringing Balance, she freaking open palm slaps him across the face at, like, full power. So... I don't know, maybe Margot's maybe not the best person to hang out with. <laughs> she seems to have some anger issues. I don't know. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, you know, to be fair, Henry is super annoying. <laughs> so, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that what did that chapter reveal? I feel like nothing at all. I mean, really nothing came out of that that was exciting. I, we met these three idiots that they have to transport. Two healers. And somebody named after a town in Montana that I vaguely remember from Railroad Tycoon 2. Which, great game, you should play it. But anyway, we're not talking about video games today, which would be a great podcast. Are there any podcasts about video games? Oh my god, that might be a niche I could fill. I bet there's none. Um, I don't know. It was fine, I guess. You would assume for the next couple chapters we're going to hear more from Billings and Azan and... um, uh, what's the other one? Um, Shira? I don't know. I can't remember his name. Um, Pokemon? Um, uh, I think it's um, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. So Billings, Azan, and Baby Yoda. So Horatio! Oh, it's Horatio! That's right, Horatio. Okay. I couldn't remember his name, but... Is that too much? Maybe the uh, I'm being slowly poisoned by the oak in this fucking whiskey. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So let's do some discussion questions, shall we, folks? Okay, I got two good ones for you. So Henry comes into the house and like he sees the two beds, which we've already discussed sucks. <laughs> All right, but then there's the third bed, like the pile of blankets on the ground, right? Okay, my question is, can you sleep on the floor? And I feel like I've asked this question on the podcast before. If I have, right into the show, jeffreadsbook.com, but I'm clearly not going to do the research to see if I have. But can you sleep on the floor? And we'll keep it pretty general. I can absolutely sleep on the floor. But let me uh, qualify that. Like, I can sleep, I fall asleep like trying to read the newspaper. That's right, folks. I am like a dinosaur. I get a paper newspaper and lay on the floor and read it. But what I'm trying to say here is I can fall asleep there. It's fine. It makes my back feel nice. Ooh, yeah. Like, even like a cat nap right on the floor feels so good. Ooh, that's nice. Uh, yeah. Can you sleep on the floor? Now, if you made me do it all night, I think I'd be fine with that, honestly. I think I could pull that off. You give me a blanket to put over slash under me, you know, just that minuscule amount of cushioning would be fine. But I think I could sleep on basically any floor, any situation, because that firmness, that it does wonders for my back, you know what I mean? I don't know. I like it. I think I could pull off a whole night's sleep on the floor. 
What do you think? Right into the show, jeffreesonbook.com. Okay. All right. That's a good question, though. Can you sleep on the floor? You know what would make sleeping on the floor even better is, well, is if Laura slept on me while I slept on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. The lovely Laura laying across. I'm going to sleep on my belly, and then she's going to be on my back, and I'm going to fall asleep like that, and it's going to feel nice. Yes. So, uh does that tell you something about how I read the newspaper and then how the lovely Laura will come into the room and ask what I'm doing? Huh? Huh? Laura, write into the show, jeffreadsbook.com. She can just text me, actually. She doesn't have to go to jeffreadsbook.com. The rest of you sons of bitches do. All right. Uh, question two. Okay, so Henry, he pulls out the kitchen chair and then he sits down and slouches in it, right? I tend to do that too. Like I'll get that chair out even like, so I'm sitting in a chair right now and I'm leaning forward into the mic, but usually in this chair, I am slouching the, my fucking ass off. You know what I mean? I, my butt is not even on the chair at this point and I'm drooped all the way over and I can barely reach the keyboard and I can't see the screen. That's how I rock this chair. And it's not good for me. My back hurts basically all the time. Well, not all the time. Uh, I feel bad for, like, friends that actually have backs that are in pain. Mine's in pain occasionally. It's more in pain when I don't... I don't know. There's instances where it hurts. What do you want from me? God damn it. I've had too much whiskey that's been aging in my basement. Okay. Can you suggest a chair to me that does not encourage slouching yet is comfortable that's it i want chair suggestions that's the discussion question that's right and uh, let's just uh, make sure we're all on the same page here i am not a bazillionaire so if you say a henry miller air on chair uh please include your home address so i can drive to your house because again i'm not a billionaire i'm not getting first class plane tickets to your house I'm going to drive to your house. It's going to take days. Maybe I should go NASA astronaut style, wear a diaper so I can get there quicker. And then I'm going to knock on your door. And then you're going to open it. And then I'm going to shake my finger at you, telling you you are a dipshit because I'm not a billionaire. Then I am going to go back out to your front yard. And I'm going to kick any flowers you have. So... You better not want me to damage your floral arrangements in your front yard. Yeah, that's right. If you've got marigolds, you're going to really regret the day you tell me to get a Henry Miller Aeron chair because I don't have that kind of money just lying around. I don't have any money lying around. I mean, it's all in my wallet. I keep a clean house. What's wrong with you people? Okay, I feel like this is going off the rails. I'm feeling a little silly, but I think it's because it's the afternoon. I've been kind of holed up in the house all day, and I think we're about done with this podcast. So if you do have answers to these discussion questions, you're going to head over to jeffreadshisbook.com. All one word, jeffreadshisbook.com, right? No spaces. Because I don't think you can put spaces in website addresses. Maybe underscores, are they allowed? Doesn't matter. And then when you're there, there's three links right there. You can hit me up on email at Jeff at rainbow-100.com. You can hit me up on Mastodon if you're a freaking super nerd, and it should um, federate just fine with Plurama. Plurama? Is that how you say that? Plur- I don't know. doesn't matter, but Mastodon, Plurama, whatever. It's in the Fediverse. You're going to go to Jeff, or at Jeff, at Toot, 
dot rainbow dash 100.com or if you're a normal person you can use twitter hit me up at fortran jeff or if you're a teenager you probably can't get in touch with me because i don't use instagram or snapchat you guys still using that i feel like you use tiktok more using tiktok i don't know just a tip you probably shouldn't use tiktok because i don't know you shouldn't use any of these they all suck fuck that all right just email me, because that's the only one that's not like a social network. Although, all right, I'm getting out of hand here, but everybody uses Gmail. It fucks everything up. Go, I, The internet did not turn out to be what we all wanted. Anyway, that's about it. Uh, what do I have left today? I'm going to edit this fucking episode, listen to it, then I'm going to post it as soon as I'm done, and that'll be cool. I think you guys are really going to like this one. Probably shouldn't, like, preview the episode you guys just listened to. Because you probably didn't like it, that's my guess. I don't know. Whatever, but there's always the next one. So, until next time, keep on reading! Keep on reading!